The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to the Ewan Grant Podcast and welcome to everyone joining me on the Listener app. Lobster Coasters, in today's podcast, I get to talk all about Clint and Matt's Great Ocean Road Relay. I'm going to catch up with Clint in a moment and give you all the details. The guys are coming through the Limestone Coaster in the course of the week. One of the other things I get to talk about this morning, Planet Youth Forum. It's taking place in the Limestone Coast, and it's all about the concern for adolescent drug and alcohol use in our community. I have got Leslie, who's going to give us all the details on that soon. If that's not enough, I'm also going to catch up with Jade Hill. It's been a busy week for police in the Limestone Coast. We're going to talk about some of the stuff that has been going on. But let's get things underway. One of the events that's taking place this week in the Limestone Coast is the Panola and District Planet Youth Forum. Leslie joins me on the line to tell me all about it. Leslie, good day. Hi, how are you, Ewan? I am sensational. Now, Leslie, tonight, the Planet Youth Forum, what's it all about? Planet Youth Forum is an attempt by um, the school and the community here to really get our heads around what's happening in the community for our young people, especially around drug and alcohol use and abuse. So um, this will be our first meeting um, and we've invited um, representatives from across the district, from schools, social clubs, sporting clubs, SAPOL, health, you name it, um, to try and um, um, look at some data that was collected by the Planet Youth Survey of our Year 10s and uh, recognise the problems that, it, uh, that exist here, but, um, you know, obviously not just in our district but across Australia and then work out what we're going to do about them. Leslie, is there a problem with drug and alcohol abuse in not only the Panola area but across the Limestone Coast? Absolutely, and the um, survey results clearly are showing alcohol abuse and use and abuse is extremely high in this area and often um, the place that uh, young people are first exposed to it is within the home and then within their community sporting groups. So it's it's quite alarming um, and, and there's quite a permissive culture around use of alcohol. Leslie, what are the what are the answers? How do you combat that? Well, the Planet Youth, um, the whole concept of Planet Youth was uh, started somewhere over in Scandinavia some time ago, and the the concept is if we know what the problem is, um, we'll be aware of of it. So the idea is that we do the survey with the students annually, and then we disseminate this data and we flood. Um, networks with the data so people are aware of what's happening and that has shown um, in countries across the world to have the biggest impact it's not necessarily about education it's about saying did you know that and I think one of our figures is something like 53% of our young people have tried alcohol by the age of 13. Wow. Um, so you know it, when you're confronted with that, um, and these are our kids, we can't say they're someone else's kids, we as a group need to work out what we're going to do about that. Leslie, tonight is when the Planet Youth Forum is taking place. Can anybody yeah. go along and be part of it? 
we would love them to come. It's being held at the school just because it's a nice big open space given COVID rules. Um, we're at f starting at 5.30 and we will be looking at the data, which is pretty confronting. Um, but then we'll be looking at um, anyone that would be like to be a part of a bit of a working party so that we can keep this front and foremost in people's minds. Leslie, I look forward to catching up with you to talk about the outcomes from the forum tonight. That Thank you for good. joining us this morning. My pleasure. Thank you. One of the things that's taking place this week, the Great Ocean Road Relay has got underway. And uh, one of the duo who are a big part of it, Clint joins me on the line to tell me all about it. Clint, good morning. Yeah, good morning, mate. Thanks for having us. Hey, Clint, how do a couple of blokes get together and decide to uh, ride from Melbourne to uh, Adelaide? Uh, probably got together over too many red wines is how I would have thought it started. <laughs> <laughs> and and now that we're uh, physically doing it, it probably uh, is starting to come to realisation how tough it's just going to be. So, look, you're in, in, I think, day three today. How hard has it been to get on the bikes and to leave from Melbourne and, and ride this way, mate? Uh, well, yesterday was probably the toughest day I've ever had on a bike. Uh, I don't know how well you know uh, the Great Otways and getting across up to Lavers Hill. Mm -hmm. uh, but that, was, that was a very challenging day with a headwind. Um, and then, yeah, Matt's just yeah, completed his second half marathon yesterday. He's off again just now as we speak. Um, and, yeah, his body's pretty battered and bruised already. So still got five to go. So it's going to, going to be very interesting. So what makes you guys decide to do the Great Ocean Road Relay, Clint? Uh, this idea was probably all started, you know, both Matt and myself have got young kids um, and we have observed the challenges of uh, youth of uh, Australia experiencing with mental health, particularly through COVID. Mm. Um, and the wait's currently two years for someone who needs help to get it. Um, and being that we've got young kids of our own, we just, yeah, that thought that they might not have help if they ever needed it, which fortunately they don't at this stage. Mm. Um, that's what inspired us to partner with the Sebastian Foundation to to do this journey. Now, you guys have raised a bucket load of money so far. Uh, how can people support the cause? Uh, yeah, well, there's so many ways to get involved. I mean, you can you can just simply donate at clintonmat.com.au. Um, we do have uh, the Commando Steve, who's an ambassador, coming to train at the Southside Gym in Mount Gambia tomorrow night. Um, oh, sorry, Wednesday night. Um, so you can do that if you want to come down and get involved there. Um, or you can just um, toot your horn at us when you see us out on the Great Ocean Road. Give us a little bit of a lift. Now, tomorrow night you're going to be in Mount Gambia for Wednesday. You're heading up to Kingston from there on your way to Adelaide. Um, how do you expect uh, the fundraising is going to go? Uh, well, I mean, we've absolutely been blown away to date. We, we set out to raise $100,000 and fund um, you know, over 3,000 students through the Open Parachute Program, which is what we're, we're trying to fund. Um, but we've smashed that. We're already at $120,000 raised or thereabouts. Um, so we're sort of resetting our target to try to get to that 150000 goal now. Clint, it's absolutely sensational. Uh, you guys are doing an absolutely fantastic job raising funds to support mental health for young Australians. Uh, for people who want to help you out, how can they do it once again? Yep. So either hit up our website, www.clintonmat.com.au or follow us on our socials at Facebook and Instagram at Great Ocean Road Relay. Hey, Clint, good luck. Can't wait to see you in town tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, your journey. Thanks for joining us today, all right? Great. Thanks for having us. Clint and Matt and the Great Ocean Road Relay.
coming to the Limestone Coast tomorrow, heading up to Kingston from there on their way to Adelaide. And you can help out uh, as they raise money for kids' mental health along the course of the journey. Now it's time to catch up with South Australian Police. Jade Hill is on the line. Police have been busy. Jade, good morning. Good morning, Ewan. How are you? I'm good, Jade. I I laugh and I shouldn't. We talk every week about break-ins to vehicles and more break-ins have taken place. All too often we talk about it, so it's a bit disappointing, but... Um, cars do continue to be broken into and property stolen in the limestone coast, particularly around Mount Gambier and Millicent. Property stolen includes loose change purses containing credit cards and driver's licences, house and car keys. These are readily portable items and easily targeted by opportunistic um, offenders as a quick grab. So in a lot of cases too, you and we are seeing owners of the vehicles leaving their vehicles unlocked and often with the car keys left inside the vehicles whilst unattended. So we do ask community to assist us in preventing these types of offences by removing all items of value from their vehicle and also securing the car by locking the doors and windows. And if people are able to park their vehicle off the street, this is also a deterrent. Over the past few months, we have also had vehicles reported stolen in our region. Again, often the opportunity is there as the keys are left inside the vehicle with it insecure. And for an offence to take place, we do need the three elements of the offender needs to have the attitude, the ability and the opportunity. We're not very likely to change the attitude or the ability of offenders, but if we do remove the opportunity by practising these simple habits that I've mentioned, then as a community we will prevent crime. And ideally it would be great to live in a world where we didn't have to lock all of our belongings up, but sadly we do live in a world where this is required to prevent mm. becoming a victim. Absolutely. Now, Jade, keeping on a, uh, a vehicle track, I suppose, uh, we're talking road safety because lead up to Easter, lots of people are going to head off. Yeah, so generally over that Easter period, which is fast approaching, um, we do have people planning trips away on our rural roads. So we just want people to use this time in the lead up to that travel to ensure that their vehicle is roadworthy by checking tyres, lights, seat belts and mechanics such as the brakes. And checking the vehicle is will allow for identification of any issues requiring attention prior to using our roads and this needs to be conducted regularly. Um, if travelling on our roads, please take regular breaks, resting if tired, stick to the speed limit, wear a seatbelt, avoid distractions such as mobile phones, don't drink or drug drive and report any unsafe road users to police. These fatal five offences which cause serious road trauma on South Australian roads can be complied with and lessen the serious injuries and deaths on our roads. And police don't want to be telling anyone's family that their loved one's not coming home. Oh, God, no. God, no. That's like worst case scenario. It's mm. the worst part of our job. Now, Jade, speaking of Easter, um, kids are going to be on school holidays. Parents need to be aware of what the kids are doing online and need to make sure that the kids are being safe online. Yeah, so with the school holidays, often our young people do spend more time on devices. Um, it's lovely having them home, but sometimes they are more preoccupied with um, being on tech. And during this time, I do urge parents to pay attention to what their child is doing and saying online and maintaining close supervision. This is not only to prevent their child encountering predatory behaviour, but also to ensure that they, their children are taking um, into account respectful behaviours when online. Online bullying can obviously be incredibly detrimental to any young person and it's not acceptable so it's also important for our kids to know if they make a mistake or they need help to come to a trusted adult immediately. And parents need to be having positive conversations with their kids, setting some boundaries to keep them safe online. And likewise, 
we need our parents to also be making sure that kids are not engaging with people that they don't know or sending any nude or semi-nude images to anyone. It's really important that they're aware of the seriousness of the offences around this, of produce, possess and disseminate child exploitation material. Jade, it is always good to catch up to talk about what's going on in the community, to find out what you guys are up to in the Limestone Coast. We will catch up next week. We'll talk again. Have a great week and stay safe. Now, Limestone Coasters, Josh Liner is the bloke behind the Limestone Coast Community News Facebook page. One of the really cool stories that came out over the course of the weekend was a rescue, and it all took place just over the border. Yeah, so this is one of the very rare posts. They pop every now and then where a post on the page gets over a thousand reactions, and this this was one of them. So police uh, have praised a 13-year-old boy from Mount Gambia um, who was who used his watch light to attract the attention of a rescue helicopter when he and a 51-year-old woman also from Mount Gambia uh, became lost while kayaking on the Glenelg River. So uh, these guys didn't return back to their rendezvous point when they were meant to. So, of course, the search parties went out. And, yeah, um, well done to the kid using using the light to attract the, the attention of the helicopter. I love the fact that it was a good story, had a good outcome, and it was a story that ended up in the national media as well. Yeah, absolutely. We saw headlines all over the place. We saw the um, you know the uh, little heat images showing the, the two waving, and I saw the video as well, and... Uh, it was, yeah, that they actually said that because of the heat sensors, they could see a lot because there's a lot of wildlife that comes out at night. Uh, but it was because of him flashing the light that actually got the attention and, and luckily they were safe. There was a, a follow-up report as well that, you know, they said that they definitely learned their lesson and they, they would do things differently <laughs> um, if they, they go kayaking again. But, you know, they, these things happen and it was, a, it was a good outcome. Now, Josh, you and I pay attention to politics on a reasonable basis. I wouldn't say we're, we're hugely into what happens in the, uh, in the political realm, but we do pay attention. And uh, during the last couple of weeks, there has been a uh, number of uh, swearing-ins of positions as the Labor government come into power, and something pretty cool, uh, a first in history, took place on Friday. Yes, so the the role of the Attorney General um, has been around for 165 years in South Australia, but it's never been occupied by an Aboriginal person until last week when uh, local, we'll call him Mount Gambia, born, uh, Mount Gambia raised, Kaya Ma was sworn in uh, as the Attorney General for South Australia, which is excellent. Again, we, we spoke about this recently about having that representation down here, people who, who know the Limestone Coast. Uh, being in positions where they can really help. And this is one of those positions. And again, he's also been sworn in as the Minister for Aboriginal Affairs, which again is the first time we've had uh, an Indigenous person in that role, which, you know, it's just, it's good to see these sorts of things happen. It is. Uh, What was the reaction online via the Limestone Coast Community News? Overwhelmingly positive. Um, This is, it's... Yeah, it's just a, a great thing to see. People see, you know, a local boy doing great things and, um, you know, a lot of comments along the lines of, you know, your mum would be proud as we know uh, Viv Ma passed away some time ago and um, she did some wonderful things for the for the region. And we saw comments from um, Kayam's father, Jim, a uh, former councillor who, you know, same deal, quite, quite proud. And it was good just to have, yeah, a lot of people come together and just celebrating um, a good thing to happen and um and of course to talk about sausage rolls um because <laughs> it would not be a post 
about Cayenne without the reference to sausage rolls, which I think is good. Because he do loves think, his, he, he loves his sausage rolls, doesn't he? Yes, I think it's incredibly. I, I don't know if it's deliberately smart marketing, like, "Hey guys, look, I'm relatable. Look at me, I like sausage rolls." But I, I feel like it's just him going, "Hey, look, I'm 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 really just a regular person. I love sausage rolls." Um, but he's become quite relatable to the everyday person because. Well, come on, most of us love sausage rolls and especially we've been to the OK Pie Shop and that's his favourite little spot to go. Um, and oh, that's been a, a fun little thing to watch, just the um, the obsession with those things. It's just, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Josh, it's always good to catch up. Always good to have a chat. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. That's it for today's podcast. I'll be back Friday morning with everything Limestone Coast. Don't forget to catch up with everything happening across the Limestone Coast. Make sure you look out for the Mount Gambier Local Guide on Listener. You can catch up with me live on the radio, 6am weekday mornings on the Limestone Coast, 963 Triple M.